The following show will contain spoilers, but trust us, you'll want to hear about it anyway. What is this? Pray, move these people back. Welcome to Subversive Cinema. Oh my god! I never forget a face, especially if I'm sad on it. Welcome to the show, and it is everybody's, at least in America, favorite time of year because we can eat to our heart's content. It is a Thanksgiving episode, and to honor that, we will be talking about the 2009 indie smash Thanksgiving. Uh, it's your host here, Art Hall, your wrangler of the weird, purveyor of the peculiar, and diplomat of the disturbing, back to talk about cinema's weird, wacky, and downright wrong on subversive cinema. And back again to talk about this little gem in the Turkey Day rough, it's Devin Jones. Devin, how are you, bud? Doing great, great. Thanks for having me. How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, just, I mean, Thanksgiving. You eat too much, you want to fall asleep, you know, uh, you fart a whole lot the next day. It was great. That's great. How about that sports team? Oh, sports team. Doing pretty well. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about Thanksgiving. And first of all, I have to say, I have to give credit where credit's due. This is a movie that I was not aware of until you told me about it. So a big thank you for opening my eyes to this um, <laughs> this, this thing. Um, You're boy. very welcome. Yes. So uh, let's let's get down into it. So we're here to break down the subversive sauce of these movies, what makes them great and so weird. So let's start with characters, followed by story and then the WTF factor. So um, Thanks Killing talks, uh, tells the story, starts very, very literally starts at the beginning, uh, right before or right after the very first Thanksgiving in 1621, as they say, the olden days. Uh, we are treated to the first frame of the film is a nipple of an aged porn star named Wanda Lust, the only person they got to do the nudity in the film, as she is a pilgrim running down a road with her boobs hanging out. And then a homicidal turkey with a hatchet catches her, kills her, and we are treated to the opening credits to Thanksgiving, which then tells us a story of kids that are way too excited to go home for Thanksgiving break, which now I know it's been a while since I was in college, but I don't remember that being a thing. Uh, but apparently it was. No. As they are the sole attendees of this college, they come out, they uh, get excited to drive together. Nobody seems to really enjoy each other's company, but they do it anyway. Cue the nerd who joins the hillbilly, who is with the jock, who is with the dits, who is with the final girl. That is essentially our archetypes. And then uh, they cut loose in the Jeep going to someplace. A dog ends up peeing on an old totem pole, awaking the turkey. Their car breaks down. Chaos ensues, and we'll get there as we get there. But um, at some point along the way, a man does drink a cup of shit coffee. So um, that's pretty good, too. <laughs> While wearing a clearly fake mustache. So let's talk about the characters. Devin, um, what characters stood out to you and why? Okay. Well, the standout character is obviously Turkey. Is, is the villain of, of the movie. It's true. Yeah. I didn't even think about considering him. I was just going, I, that, that was on me. I was being a humanist or an animalist. I didn't Bigot. consider, but yes. He is the fucking best because it is visibly a rubber, evil turkey costume thing with someone is animating by hand. Oh, yeah. Um, it's running around, it's talking. And it's talking in modern day talk, even, even in the, in 16, the olden days. Yeah. In 1621, he has such joys to say as this. Nice tits, bitch. So, because um, that's... Nice tits, bitch, is <laughs> the first line of the entire movie. <laughs> so fucking stupid. It's, and it's obviously a rubber turkey. It's like oh, yeah. it's, 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 its skin is all mangled like it's been burnt. It's oh yeah, evil eyes, but it's clearly a hand animated, and so it doesn't even one hundred percent match the 
the words that are coming out. No. Because uh, they didn't put that much production value in it. Not like, cut, let's retake that and try to get a little cleaner. Nope, we got it. First, first shot, we're good. Yeah, um, by all accounts, this, uh, uh, you know, they can sometimes inflate or guess, but the budget for this was around three grand. So, and oh, most of that clearly went into the turkey, I think. <laughs> I believe so. Multiple turkey uh, uh, figurines. Um, he is fantastic. He just curses all the time. He makes no sense. It's a bunch of dumbass turkey puns. Um, we'll get to some of those. He makes the movie. He makes the movie. Like, like the rest of the, the rest of the cast is your stereotypical um, mid to late '80s horror movie cast. You've got like your eclectic group, like you mentioned. You've got like your jock. You've got like your ditzy girl. You've got like the nerd. You've got the one funny guy, and then like you said, the final girl. That's and it, this is on purpose. They do that on purpose because they're kind of paying homage to those old movies. You've got the final girl's uh, either mom or dad, and in this case, it's, it's the dad who's the sheriff, which holds no weight. He didn't need to be the sheriff. They just made him the sheriff. Yeah, um, it just I don't know what that did for the story because it's not like he was an adept sheriff. He wasn't a a savior figure. He was just sort of this this bumble who um, who his his you know, second wife gave him turds in a, in, in a cup of coffee and um, then left him. And that was it. He is also my second favorite character of the movie Um, because he's, you know, he's talking, he drinks a cup of coffee. He's nice to his wife. Thanks. Thanks, sweetie. He spits the coffee out. Oh, this coffee. What'd you do? Take a shit in the coffee pot. And the wife turns and goes, yes, I did. And you see the coffee pot and there's, there's like just fake turds in the coffee like what who would put shit what the i want a divorce well what the fuck is going on sometimes words speak louder than our words right (laughs) god damn cheryl that coffee tastes like shit what do you do take a dump in it as a matter of fact i sure did I want a fucking divorce. <laughs> they made a little splurting sound, like a squelching sound when they yeah. showed the, the turd, which makes no sense because it's just sitting like static in a in coffee. There's no <laughs> squelching happening. Um, but it was a good it was a good little sound effect. Yeah. Well, you, that's that's the fun thing about these movies is they just foley in some stuff just to really heighten the experience. Exactly. Uh, so again, those are my two favorite characters. It's Turkey and it's, it's the uh, sheriff. So uh, one of mine is this hapless motherfucker who picks up the Turkey on the side of the road. And for whatever (laughs) reason, he's going to try to be the creepiest fucking dude to pick up a hitchhiker as if she's some, you know, freshly 18 year old girl on her way to Los Angeles in the middle of Nebraska. And then he pulls this sort of shit. And by the way, remember, this isn't an attractive young Lolita or anything. This is a turkey and a clearly ugly turkey. And he has this to say. Ass, gas, or grass? Well, I'm out of gas. Guess I'll take ass. Mm-hmm. Now that's what I call a tight ass. Yeah. No. It's not for you. Or anyone else for that matter. Oh. Oh. Please, mister. Please. So I need to stop it for a second. Just comment on somehow the turkey had a shotgun hidden yeah. on him. So the turkey, who was maybe a foot and a half, two foot tall, somehow hit a three foot sh- shotgun on him. Uh, so now the guy, he, he first said, all right, well, you know, Mm, ass that's a nice ass now he starts to unbuckle his belt turkey pulls the gun after he says that ass is for nobody and then this happens this is this is where he takes his real like the turkey turns into like the ice man kuklinski the famous hitman, and he does this stone cold shit i have a daughter call her okay Hi, honey. It's Daddy. Hi. Yeah, sweetie. I'll be home real soon. 
Sweetie, please give Mommy a kiss and, and tell her that I... Yep. Yep. So, I, I, I enjoyed him a lot. Also quite partial to Oscar the Hermit. Oh, yeah. Who, in some ways, it's his dog that starts this whole thing going again. Because this is supposed to happen every 500 years or something, right? 505 years is when the turkey comes back to life. So it happened in 1621. So ergo, the turkey shouldn't come back to life until 2126. So this is clearly not 2126. This is 2009 or eight or whatever. So the dog must have woke the turkey up. Well, no, I think that this movie happens in our future. Oh, does it? When they go camping... They ask about it, and, and even the jock says, "Well, then oh, he does like, say it. Oh, yeah, it's forty-five minutes from now. It's forty-five minutes from now. So, like, this happens in our. Well, so, this is happening in the twenty-second century, apparently, or the filmmakers just really, really bad at math. <laughs> just don't, just don't care. Don't care. So, anyway, Oscar the Hermit. Um, it's not quite clear, but I think didn't he reference the dog as his wife? He, uh, no, no, no. He, so he, I was confused. I had to go rewind for that." He says he lost his wife, and now he lost his dog. Oh, I thought, I thought he I said thought I lost my lost... wife, and the dog was the wife. I thought that too, and I was like, "Yo, man, what is going on?" And I, I rewound. I was like, "Press my wife and the dog." And I was like, oh, "Okay, he lost his wife, and now he lost his dog." If he it, honestly, it would have been better if he considered his dog his wife, because that's what that I thought would just was going to happen. On track for this movie. Especially because the actor's name is General Bastard. Which oh, is, that's General Bastard? That's General Bastard. And this is hilarious because that's the only credit he's ever had. So Really? And, and one of the, the facts they talk about was how General, General Bastard apparently drove quite a ways to go and do this movie. I, I thought he would have been somebody more important, but apparently not. No, it says General Bastard drove from Michigan to film his part. So that just goes to show you, I guess. Uh, but then again, this was shot, I think, in Ohio. So maybe it wasn't that far of a drive. I don't know. I'm not great with geography. Whatever. The Hermit was my other one. But now that I found out it's not his wife, I'm a little, the bloom fell off that rose. So I'm going to have to go back to one of our main quintuplets here. And I'm going to have to go with Redneck Billy. And that's because oh, yeah. he followed up and exposed his boobs within the first four minutes of the movie. If it wasn't enough for our porn star, Wanda Lust, to do it, then at least we got to see some man boobs from Aaron Ringheiser Carlson. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was nice. It was, it, was nice to, it was nice to see it. Nice to see his boobs? Yeah, yeah surprisingly. You know, I thought it was, I thought it was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was good. So we all the characters have their own little interesting quirk. I, I you know, also the sheriff, like, <laughs> what was up with him dressing like a turkey again? <laughs> I don't know. He had he had won a prize or had to go to a contest. I think I said like like one contest. They they didn't explain it, but all of a sudden he looks on the fridge and he sees a sticky note. Oh, like, yes. Oh, my God. And he runs off, I guess, and he comes back and he's in like a turkey costume. Well, let's see if he explains it. Bales. Uh, hey. Hey, I gotta get dressed. <laughs> That's it. He's gotta get dressed because he looked at a pamphlet or a flyer, saw the reminder, and then we are treated to the sheriff wearing a quite piss poor turkey outfit. And the turkey wearing those gag glasses with the fake nose and the eyebrows. And uh, this is this is how the turkey finesses his way into the house. Those darn kids. <clears throat> Down here. Oh, well, hello there, little buddy. What can I do you for? Yeah, um, looking for uh, Kelsey. You mean Kristen? Are you a friend of hers? Yeah. Well, I never know that she had a midget for a buddy. Turkey was not pleased with that. No. I don't know why the turkey was offended. Well, uh, you can't really say that anymore. Little people is what they prefer. Ooh, that's probably why. But then we are treated to 
such a delightfully awkward yet earnest exchange between the two of them over coffee. And I'm not quite sure what to make of it. Allergy season, you know. Fucking weather. But it was nice today, huh? Did you just say fucking? What do you mean? Is that supposed to mean that midgets can't cuss? I wasn't worried about the size of the fuck. I was worried about the age of the fuck. How old are you? 510 years old. Fuck it then. I guess you can say it. <laughs> <laughs> that exchange made no sense. Because like, at, at this point in the movie, the, the, the sheriff's daughter has seen the turkey, has freaked out. They've they've gone back to their respective houses. Um, and then they've met up. The turkey has decided to follow them home to murder them for because they're white. Um, gets fake glasses, uh, convinces the dad to let him in, but then just decides to have coffee with the dad, with the sheriff. And the, I thought when he sneezed the glasses were going to fall off and that he would re realize it was a turkey and it would be this big thing. But nope, he's just like, allergies, you know? <laughs> Fucking weather. I was like, what the hell? What? This is just... So, are, are you... So apparently, the turkey is reluctant to kill the sheriff, but they don't explain why. It's just like with the, the hitchhiker uh, scene where he's like, ass, cast of grass. And he's like, well, I don't have gas. I guess I'll give you ass. The turkey decides I'm going to give up my ass to get a ride back to town and then has a moral dilemma <laughs> and says, no, that's not for anyone. Um, I'm going to just kill you instead. And this time he's like, I don't want to kill the sheriff. I don't know why. Um, but then he gets offended because he keeps calling him a midget and calling him short. And the turkey gets mad and just straight murders the, the sheriff. So he has this some sort of moral compass, but it's easily swayed with, you know, how angry he gets, which, what? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. You know, I, I want to jump over. I think, okay, so we, we figured our characters here. Let's just talk about story stuff. Um, <laughs> so again, so the story didn't make sense. I mean, I think in uh, other than my issue with the, the chronology mathematics, it made sense. You know, Turkey was an ancient curse as we're shown through an animatic. And it was awoken slightly earlier because a dog pissed on it. And it's just running around killing a bunch of white folks, which I thought was a very convenient way for them to explain why the film was so whitewashed. So there's that. That's true. Other true. than that, you know, they just run around. We start having the, the, the people getting ticked off one by one and, you know, trying different attempts. You know, there's the, the fake out about killing the turkey with a shotgun at one point because they take the medallion or whatever, but they didn't do it right. Right. And then right after that, we're treated to this you want to talk about a sequence that just seems to go on forever was um, <laughs> was Darren mourning the loss of Billy. Oh, yeah. For it, what I think was eight and a half hours. Yeah, it felt like approximately eight and a half hours. That's right after the turkey did his own little um, version of Alien on him. But the, the morning actually was a sequence that lasted about two and a half minutes uh so then they finally track the turkey down they figure out what they need to do they got to burn the turkey and eventually they do and yada 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 <laughs> so there's yeah so the story it made sense look it's simple straightforward it's it's a regular old slasher movie except with a turkey as the antagonist so i don't think there's that much really that's out of line other than just the outrageousness of a talking turkey that's quite anachronistic for the 1600s yeah, and they just shit on any kind of a reason. Uh, when, when people die, they're upset for about 7 to 12 seconds, and then they just move on. Except for um, Billy. Except for Billy. <laughs> except for Billy. They, spent, they took all their morning, and they just condensed it just for Billy. Like, the jock, you know, well, first off, they have the... From the group, they have the slutty girl. 
And yeah. she's constantly, you know, having suggestive phrases. Oh, you can get in my ten. You can do this. And they had this recurring joke about uh, that that girl's legs are harder to close than. The, I was uh, just about to bring that up. They John Benet Ramsey. Yeah, you know, here let's <laughs> let's this let's hear this real zinger uh, coming at her. I am not a hoe. There's only one man in my life. Right, Johnny? Oh, please, Allie. Your legs are harder to shut than the John Benet Ramsey case. Oh, snap. <laughs> and I love it. They, they, she makes that joke two, almost three times. And all I'm thinking is, this isn't even topical because look, this movie was in 2009. The Jean Benet Ramsey case was in like 96 or 97. Exactly. So, but it's just, it's a, and, and then if we're going to go with the notion that this takes place in the future. Oh, yeah. It's and now we're talking about it's point. a case that's over 120 years old. And the best part is the second time she makes that joke, they react like they've never heard that. That's heard exactly, yes. <laughs> She said it like less than 24 hours ago. And they're like, oh my God, that's so good. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> she literally said that joke like 18 minutes ago in this movie. What yeah. the hell is going on? And everyone's <laughs> like, that, you're so witty. You're so clever. I'm like, this girl has one joke. And <laughs> she keeps saying it because her audience is just eating it up. Okay, that's fine, I guess. Um, but that girl, I was like, I hate her the most of all. Because she's terrible. Um, she, you know, she obviously is a bit of a hoe. She picks some random guy uh, to take back to her house after they're all scared about this turkey. Yep. And they start having sex. Oh, my um, God. That scene. The turkey, the turkey comes in, <laughs> slits the dude's throat. And so, obviously, he stops pumping. And she's like, Yo, you're, you know, you're so quick. What's going on? So, the turkey decides to start having sex with the girl. And she's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then he finishes. She looks up, has the worst scream of all horror movie history. And then he yells, you just got stuffed. <laughs> and then snaps her neck. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, again, so sometimes uh, we just need to, um, let's, let's hear it. Absolutely terrible. Look, uh, yeah, the God damn. Like, it's just not that, was that's, garbage. That was so I mean, trashy. The, the the phrase you just got stuff was pretty good though. It was no, I mean, look, it's it, he comes with the one liners for sure. Oh yeah, and also another one liner I enjoyed was just demonstrative of just the, the archetypes here. I don't remember who said it, but someone when they're looking for the answer in by the way the sheriff's library of books which are just a bunch of books and boxes his collection someone's just like i hate books yeah i feel like there's got to be a billy thing it was billy because during the mon the 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 montage of of them going through all these books and reading them all because they're trying to find this one specific book that will give them the answer of how to kill the turkey and they want to go to the library and they're like, oh, the library's closed. And, you know, last girl says, well, my, my dad, the sheriff, has a lot of books. I bet you there's got to be a book about the turkey there. And they go to the dad's house to go find a book about turkeys. Yeah. And there's a montage about it. And he's like, I hate books. And <laughs> during that, Billy and the nerd, um, there's a little shot where he's, the nerd is teaching Billy to read. Because apparently Billy can't read. Yeah, it could be like go dog go or something like that it's like yeah. a Dr. Seuss book and he's like oh I got it I got it I figured it out and like they kind of high five I'm like 
this is absolute trash. Yeah. <laughs> this is so bad. I mean, and I love like the, just the random motivations they come up with for, for action. So, you know, Billy's like, I need to walk away from this research bullshit because I'm hungry. I'm starving. Yeah. But he was eating during the montage. Yeah, he's eating he the whole eating time. the entire montage. And, and then that's how he comes across the the now, the, the, the sheriff who has been skinned. His face has been cut off a la Hannibal Lecter. The turkey's wearing the face. So at first, Billy thinks, oh, hey, sorry, sir. Wait a minute. <laughs> so this is what happens here. Hey, sheriff. What you got there? Oh, no, no, just just tidying up. Uh, nothing, nothing to see here. If, if that's the sheriff, then, then you must be turkey. Guys! Dear. Come on, go quick, the turkey's here. <laughs> you kids are retarded. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Because uh, tell you what though, this this movie certainly wears the time in which it was made proudly on its sleeve. (laughs) It yeah. Yeah. This the whole point of that scene is that it the turkey has now killed the sheriff, carved his face off, and is wearing the sheriff's face on his face. Yes. And is when all the kids come to the house to look at investigate the books, you know, the library, they they open the door and they see the turkey wearing the sheriff's face. And the face that's on the turkey is a third of the size yeah. of a human face. <laughs> it's, 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 we got to account for shrinkage during the leather making process, I guess. That, that's a good point. We don't know how much time has passed during this movie. Not much. But, I mean, look, it, it, it takes place over the course of like two or three days. You know, she's supposed to drive over, see her dad on the first night. They they stop the car. They spend the night camping. They're going to continue the next day. The turkey beats them to the house because he, he knows where they live somehow. So and then they show up that night. OK, so OK, sure. So they get to the house. She's like, you look different. And it's a clearly a turkey with a human's face, like drawstringed over his turkey face. Oh, and he's also oh, like okay. now two feet tall. Oh, and then yeah, he takes he, the hat off and she's like, oh, there you are, dad. Yeah, you got a haircut. Oh, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> oh. Oh, you got a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And she gives this turkey a kiss. And then like, can you can you show them to the garage where the, all the books are? And he's like, oh, why don't you? Uh, uh, show them to the garage and like you think oh she's gonna figure out that it's not the turkey because he doesn't know where the garage is but she doesn't she's like oh yeah i'll take him to the garage because i live here and i know where the garage is which makes more sense because she lives there and knows where the garage is why is she asking her turkey dad to guide them to the garage (laughs) what I just I just like that they actually have a small conversation here too. More like you will die if it was for me. What was that, Daddy? Uh, 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 nothing at all. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's a dumb one-liner because she's like, "I would die if it wasn't for you." Yeah. Like, oh, we mean like more like you would die if it. If if it were for me. And that's when I thought he was going to rip the face off and go to attack. And she's uh, like, see, what? look, this, like, this movie is oh, much nothing. more subversive than you think, because it's, it's bucking your expectations every turn. <laughs> it, it honestly, it honestly is. I thought that the movie would make sense <laughs> and it, and it definitely doesn't. So expectations thoroughly bucked. <laughs> but at, at this point in the movie, the jock... <laughs> sorry, I just had to, had to hear another Turkey line. <laughs> at this point in the movie the jock has had both of his parents killed like yes he has yeah um so he the 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 character development of the jock is that he is now the second second string quarterback because he's broke his leg last year he's been demoted oh yeah and his father is just not having it he does not love him anymore 
which that actually leads to a wonderful exchange on the porch that felt so real. And I, I, <laughs> I have to share it. Please do. Pops, I have some great news. Yeah? I, I did it. I'm the starting quarterback for the Tritons. You are? Yeah. Good going, son. I knew you could do it. I knew you had it in you, just like your old pops. I did too. <laughs> I love you, Dad. You're the best son anyone could ask for. Oh, enough of this fucking crap. Dad! Dad! Go team, Johnny. I love it that, so that Johnny, Johnny has to lie right through his teeth and his dad's apparent short-term memory just goes with it. And as soon as they reconcile, seemingly Turkey comes up, stabs the father and then starts sawing his head off, throws the head to Johnny telling him to go deep or whatever, go deep, Johnny. And he catches it. And then the turkey suddenly smoking the cigar that the dad was smoking. <laughs> Well, you know, don't don't let a, don't let a good cigar go to waste. Yeah, I respect that. I respect oh that. my god! So yeah, that happened, and then Johnny runs back in and sees his mom with her eyes gouged out. So he's just lost both, and uh, then because Johnny is such a spectacular actor, I just need to hear a little bit of his uh his uh his mourning. Oh my god! Why? No more pumpkin pie. No more cranberry sauce. Just turkey. Fucking turkey. I'm gonna kill that son of a bitch. Acting. <laughs> but I love that. That's what he's crying about. No more pumpkin pie. Your parents are fucking dead. <laughs> and he's sad that there's no Thanksgiving because his parents are dead? Well, I mean... They're the providers of the food. So I think it's, you know, he, he, he's saying that like, they're not here and I won't have this family thing of the pumpkin pie and the cranberry sauce, which is, you know, integral to the family, you know, moment of Thanksgiving dinner. So I get it, but it's delivered just, just atrociously. Well, lucky for so all of us. Poorly. Mr. Lance Predmore uh, hung up his acting shoes after this film. So, oh, no. so. Uh, you know what's shocking to me, though, is I'm just looking through all the actors here. This was pretty much the last movie for <laughs> at least three of the main characters. The annoying one, Allie, she went on to do a couple things. But uh, but yeah, so Kristen, Johnny, and Billy, that was it for them. Darren went on to, to do a couple things. But that's, yeah, it's interesting. So now, spoiler alert, I guess none of them are in Thanks Killing 3. Well, obviously half of them can't be because they're dead. But I mean, I'm surprised that, you know, our final girl didn't make it there. Yeah, yeah. But then again, it did have that ending. It had that that wtf ending you know it's like what's happening when they suddenly are now like they they kill the turkey right she she sets it on fire i know we're jumping ahead a bit sets it on fire watches him burn while johnny's got the turkey carver in his gut and he dies <laughs> right and uh, then she starts batting the turkey into the uh the fire eats the drumstick and then we're at like a random ass house for thanksgiving dinner right and then some how the turkey transmutes into that roasted turkey on the table? Is it because of the spirit of Thanksgiving? I, okay, that's the part of the story I'm not quite clear on, I guess. So, but it is to be continued in space. So, well, yeah. So, to get back into the into the timeline of the story, so we've just finished with. They're all at the sheriff's house, at last girl's house, and they found the book. And nerd guy has found the way to kill the turkey. He, the turkey has a talisman, apparently, and we didn't see a talisman on the turkey. 
Well, the book says if you don't see a talisman on the turkey, it's probably hiding under his plumage. Which and, is a great way oh, to cover the fact they didn't have that shit before. <laughs> yeah, like, oh shit, they re, re, redo that scene and add that, add that in because, yeah, we didn't have a little dumbass talisman to have on the, uh, on the turkey for like three quarters of this movie. And so they go to, they go to try to, try to get, take care of the turkey. Um, Billy is done with all of this. He's so frustrated because he saw the turkey dragging the sheriff's body away with his face cut off. And so Billy runs off. He's like, I'm done with this. I, 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 I'm over this. And he runs off and he's still so hungry. Yes. So very, very hungry. Even though during the montage, he just found French fries. <laughs> like everyone's reading books. He's just eating French fries. I was like, okay, this guy's very hungry. He's fat. I get it. I was going to say, Billy's a big boy. That French fries mm-hmm. are not going to sate his hunger. I understand, but he's, he's like painfully hungry. He's holding his belly. I'm so hungry. And he walks down the street and the turkey's on the side of the street in the grass. But when Billy looks at him, it's clearly a cartoon cooked turkey. Oh yeah. Steaming and all. He's so hungry that he picks the turkey up and this cartoon puts it into his mouth and he's so full. He's finally happy. Oh yeah. And then, oh, but but wait, oh no. <laughs> and apparently he swallowed turkey whole and turkey bursts out of his stomach. Uh, he just guts his way out of his belly. And it's clearly like roped up like t-shirts. Oh yeah. Well, don't, don't forget with. too that turkey also brought his magic shrinking shotgun in there with him. That's right. The shotgun he, came out. He blasts a hole with the shotgun, jams the barrel out, then pops his head out, looks at the guy, and has this to say. Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. Boom! <laughs> the tagline, the poster phrase, and it happens when... who? It, it look, I love the duality. You know, who ate who, really, you know? He ate the turkey, but really the turkey's got the last laugh. Gobble gobble motherfucker is so fucking stupid. Which according to uh to the to the facts, the tagline was created before the movie actually had a plot. Like they just sat around, somebody came up with the phrase gobble gobble motherfucker, and they're like, dude, we need to make a movie about that. It's like a snakes on a plane thing with I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Yeah. And they made a point to put that in the movie. Yep. This is the, this is the same deal. Okay. So, okay. yeah. So, Turkey Purse out. Yep. And there's so, the obviously lubed up t shirts that are his intestines during the two and a half minute dirge of, uh, of, of sorrow. Because in the book, they say if the turkey, when the turkey will hide out at his teepee. Yeah. Apparently, there's a t- the turkey has his own TP. But if you can't find out the TP, he's probably murdering one of your friends. Yeah, that's, that's right. This, this ancient text <laughs> that he reads. <laughs> like, oh no, Billy ran away. And so they drive around in their Jeep trying to find Billy, and they see him on the side of the road with his guts hanging out. And a nerd guy comes over and just wails. And he's constantly saying, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. And Billy's guts are outside of his body. Oh, yeah. He, he's got like spools of intestines this there. And he's pointing at it. It's not that bad. You. Oh, and Billy's like last line to, to the nerd guy is now you're one of the cool guys. He's like, I'm one of the cool guys because you made me one of the cool guys. <laughs> Let's, and then let's just hands see off some of this. Oh, please. Oh, please. Please play it. You can't go like this, Billy. You can't go like this. It's not even that bad, Billy. I am one of the cool kids because of you. Because of you, I'm one of the cool kids. And then they do a close-up shot of the wound and they have the extra foley of the squish as the intestines start falling out. 
And then it goes into like this musical montage where Billy and the oh nerd yes the memories are like dancing and holding hands. They're in the field together. The they're 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 pushing each other on swings. <laughs> what is going on? This is so much more effort put into a death than I have become used to in this movie because you've glossed over every death so far. Oh, but, but there's even like. But there's so much better effort because there's a symbolism of them rolling in the grass laughing. And then all of a sudden, Billy just disappears and the grass is empty. And then the joy falls from his face just before Turkey rips through the screen. Oh, and that's right. <laughs> but, but he rips through the screen and it's, that's not like the cut where it's like a, like, a, like, a, like a record track screech. He rips through the screen, but the music keeps playing and it just kind of fades to something else. So it's, it's yeah. not even a dramatic thing. It's just, oh, okay, well, sure, sure. This movie sucks. Okay, got it. <laughs> but now, so so they're going to find the turkey, but what is the turkey doing in said teepee when they're on the way? Uh, turkey is making himself a nice, healthy, delicious salad. <laughs> because I guess he's, you know, burned a lot of calories but he's also a health conscious guy. So he's like literally just like tossing a salad in a bowl and just kind of moaning to himself about how good the salad's going to be. Oh yeah. And there's music playing in the background and they are like, like, like coming to the teepee and getting ready to have their master plan to take this, this turkey down. And he's just like tossing a salad inside, just enjoying himself. Ah, nothing like a long day to have a big juicy salad in my stomach. With the classical music. <laughs> Nothing like a long, been, hard day to have a big juice of salad. He's been dead for 505 years. <laughs> has murdered three people. And is like, I need, cla- I, need, I need Bach. And I need field greens and extra virgin olive oil. That's yes. what I need. Okay. <laughs> I, said, I need wilted so, field greens and extra virgin yes, olive oil. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. And then what I, I, I know we're going to jump a bit here. Cause you know, then, like I said before, you know, they come in there, they got his talisman, you know, they're ready to kill him a certain way, but then that's when uh, general bastard, AKA Oscar, the, 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 the hermit comes up, blast him with a shotgun. They're like, no, what'd you do? He's like, well, I just did what I had to do. And they uh, go to put him in a dumpster, I guess, <laughs> and leave him there. And then, we um, we find out that you know that's not good enough. Oh, by the way, I love how they sit down to watch a movie, and it's Romero's Night of the Living Dead, because little little known fact for everybody out there who didn't know, Night of the Living Dead, the original 1960s film, that is absolutely in public domain, which is why you'll always see it in indie films is what people watch because there was a copyright fuck up back in the day, so Romero did not own the copyright to it, so it's in public domain. But yeah, so we go there and then we lead into the 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 heartbreaking death of Darren. That's right. I, I had to say that. As he's killed by a radioactive turkey. Oh, right. First the turkey pulls out his tongue. And then the almighty hell out of him. Still beating, heart comes out. Right, of course. And then we abruptly stop music as that's it. (laughs) So... They were going to stake this turkey because that's what you had to do to kill the turkey. But before they had a chance to, the old, like, you know, hobo guy shoots the turkey with a shotgun in the face, sends the turkey flying into a trash can. And they're like, oh, that turkey's dead. That's cool. It's fine. But what they don't know, the turkey had fallen into a, a receptacle that had toxic waste. So now this evil shaman turkey is infused with toxic waste energy and has come back alive. 
So they're just like, oh, yeah, we won. And is it Darren the nerd? Is Darren? Mm-hmm. He goes to make a sandwich, I guess. I, oh, because because the jock and the last girl have decided to become boyfriend girlfriend. Yeah, that was uh, quick and sudden, but there you go. Yeah, because of, even even the jock tongue, tongue in cheek says, you know, even with my mom and dad dying and your dad dying, I'm glad that this happened. Yeah. Now I can be with you and I can be your boyfriend. And she's like, oh, you want to be my boyfriend? I'm like, your parents are dead. <laughs> like they're, they're like 17 minutes dead. It's like priorities, people, priorities. <laughs> yeah. And they just start making out and they go to the floor. Yeah. And, and like, and, and, and the best part is that the actors clearly don't even try to kiss. Oh, yeah. Like, not they're not all. comfortable kissing. They just kind of like get close and then lay down on the ground. And then the nerd Darren's like, oh, I guess I'm, I'm going to go and steps over them dramatically and goes in the kitchen, but have a toxic turkey's back. And he rips his tongue. Totally out. forgot to mention the first attack the turkey does is while he's looking in the fridge, he gets stabbed in the ass by the, the meat thermometer. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah, right. <laughs> and then I love that as he's dying, and by the way, he's still somehow alive with the heart, his, his heart, like less than a foot away from his body. He's alive enough to see Billy reaching down from heaven right. and for him to reach back up to him. <laughs> right. So I really think there was something much deeper than just friendship between these two Oh, that they really didn't let on in this. Like they're almost this hyper masculinity of trying to say, I'm going to bang somebody tonight. I'm going to bang some chick. And they're like, Oh, I think you're just compensating because you guys couldn't actually admit your love for each other. So I remembered that when that happened, Darren in when they were first went out to their fun trip in the Jeep, Darren is super excited about being with the cool kids. And he's like, I'm going to drink some beers. I'm going to go do this and I'm going to have sex. I'm going to have sex with somebody in this Jeep. I'm going to have sex with somebody. He That's true. He never right. says a girl. Right. He never says he's going to sex with a girl. I think that Darren was straight on in love with Billy. Obviously, unrequited. Uh, Billy was all into the uh, yeah. the the hoe girl, but uh, he was full on in love with it. But they just, you know, it was, it was 2009. They couldn't push those. That's true. Like yeah. Today, so they kind of kept it kind of vague. Um, but yeah, uh, Darren's heart first. His tongue is ripped out by the turkey, and the turkey just starts this rubber dumb turkey. Puppet, it just starts pecking uh, uselessly at at Darren's chest, but then blood starts spurting, and he just pecks and pecks and pecks, and then rips his heart out. So yeah, I would would say that this is that whole sequence is probably the most effective gore effect in the entire movie. I mean, it was. I agree with you. Pretty solid. Some of the gore there was openly terrible. uh, Billy's guts hanging out were obviously just loose rags covered <laughs> in Kool-Aid. Um, oh, yeah. Like the grape Kool-Aid stuff, so it was nice and dark. Um, but this one, it, it looked good. Uh, so he rips his heart out. Oh, uh, yeah, obviously Darren's still alive for some reason and just, yeah, sees Billy from heaven. Like, come on, come on, Darren. Come on. There's no turkeys here. It, it's just heaven. Come on with me. And it goes on for like 15 seconds, and Darren is reaching reaching up for billy and then dies i was like okay what is okay <laughs> yes. thank you thank you for that darren wanted yeah. to phone billy so bad message received. I... <laughs> so yeah. so the story i mean okay so it made sense weird sort of kind of barring the things we had some memorable characters plenty of what the fuck moments other than um Oh, you know, man, I, I, I wish I could even get the half of these things, but we're, we're, we're going to have to wrap up, but I just wrote down random lines that people had said. There was a joke. I think the Turkey made about a foul play. That was pretty, pretty crisis. And then at some point, didn't they say when they're trying to research what happened when they were looking through the books and they're saying that this is the curse. And then somebody says, why would we be cursed? Didn't we give them casinos? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they, they set it to the turkey and he's like i'm here for to, to take vengeance on the white man what you did to the native americans is like look we gave you back some land and we gave you casinos oh, Wasn't that's that right that's right oh <laughs> you're talking was, about his response was 
almost. You're talking about almost this enough. sequence. Uh, <laughs> wait, gobble, gobble, mother. You're talking about this right here. Leave us alone. Why are you bothering us? Daddy, no. Shut up. I do the talking, faggot. A long time ago, one of your ancestors disrespected our people really, really badly. And so as payback, I'm here to kill any white person that disrespects Indians or our land. But we gave your people land and we let you have casinos. Doesn't that make up for what our ancestors did? <laughs> it almost did, but it didn't. <laughs> it almost did, but it didn't. And I, I like that <laughs> Turkey's clearly it voiced almost. by a white person too. So, so there's that. <laughs> clearly. Um, I love that it, it almost did. If you had just done like two more casinos, <laughs> that we would have been cool. Would have been square. Nah, Y'all fucked up. Nah, yeah. I mean, I, I, look, the, this movie, it's amazing how much they pack in to only 66 minutes. Wow. It's a very short film. It's an hour and six minutes. And yet we can still find ourselves just going on and on and on about it because it it really is a treasure. And of all things to be thankful for, I could be thankful for this movie. I agree. I agree. I am thankful <laughs> as well. So I think we've covered pretty much everything. And even though we didn't call it out specifically the WTF moments, I think we certainly hit on more than a few of them. So now comes the grand question, my friend. How subversive is this slice of turkey delight? I mean, I'm personally feeling it's a little bit lower on the scale for me, but you know. Yeah, I, I would likely give this one like a five. So it, 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 takes, it takes your standard 80s uh, horror movies. Uh, it, 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 it's a comedy you know, kind of poking fun at that. Uh, it does some just dumb uh, one-liners. They do some riffing. Uh, the acting is terrible, kind of poking fun at how bad the acting is in a lot of those 80 horror movies. Um, it's super fun. Um, you're going to have a great time, but I still, it's not so much, uh, you're not going to be disgusted. You're not going to be super confused you're still going to have a wonderful time and be like, what the hell is going on? This is ridiculous. So I'd probably get a five, five and a half if we can go fractions. Well, rock and roll, man. Thank you again for taking time away from um, your, uh, your family and your friends this Thanksgiving weekend to join me here to talk about Thanksgiving. Um, we'll be sure to have you back next, next Thanksgiving for Thanksgiving 3. Oh, yes. That's the biggest thing of the ending of the cliffhanger ending of the, the first one. That's it right. It says to be continued dot, dot, dot in space. Damn right. So I'm very, I'm very excited to see what things killing two has off. Oh yes. Well, thank you again, Devin. It's always a pleasure to have you. A pleasure to talk with you, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me until next time, everybody. Thanks for checking us out. And here we go. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you leave us a review and a five-star rating on your preferred podcast provider. Tell a friend so they can check it out too. And follow us on Instagram at subversive underscore cinema for more content. Subversive cinema.